for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified podcast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have the Cheeseburgans. How's it going today, y'all? Thanks for having us. Glad to have some of you back. I know we had about half the band on our uh, pancreatic cancer fundraiser, um, but just for everybody that's uh, uh, just kind of just for everybody's sake, let's go around the room and have everybody uh, introduce themselves and uh, what they uh, do in the band. Hi, my name is Jesse Bergen, and I play guitar and sing. I'm Ides. I'm the dad and the drummer. Uh, I'm Marissa. I'm the mom and bass player. I'm Angelica. I'm the youngest, and I also play guitar and sing, but my guitar is more like rhythm guitar. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, first off, I want to thank you all so much for jumping on here and chatting with me for a little bit. I know it's uh, it's Wednesday, but hump day, we'll, we'll get through it. Um, so for uh, for what's a little bit inter- or what's a little bit different about your dynamic is you're a family. Correct me if I'm wrong, punk band or just you you consider yourself more of a metal band. No, we're, we're, I think we're more punk. We have metal yeah. influences, you know, we're not just like three chords, but yeah. I, I, I classify as this punk before metal. Yeah. 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 Especially now with all the heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah, no way are we yeah. like that. Okay. <laughs> um, and I know we had talked to Jesse about it a little bit in the last podcast, but um, what was the, when the, when you guys decided that you wanted to start a band together, uh, what was the original idea when you guys started playing together as a family? Um, should I take this? Yeah. <laughs> I was dominating yeah. it somehow. Um, okay, so the kids were in um, like rock schools. Mm-hmm. And me and I had been, you know, playing in bands forever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we wanted them to get more, you know, rock schools are covers, you know, you play covers, which is great. But, you know, mm-hmm. at some point, I thought they should start playing original music. And I tried to get a band together for Jesse, who was 12 at the time. So, you know, I thought that's kind of like the age to start him. But we couldn't find, you know, dedicated band members. So we thought we would start a band. And that's it. But Jesse actually did does have his own band now. It's yeah. called Diabology. Yeah. We play yeah. Yeah. Diabology, especially yeah. if you like the real metal. Yeah, yeah. They are metal. They are metal. I remember having that discussion uh, on the last podcast. About, oh, okay. Sorry yeah. to be repetitive. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're 100% fine. You're 100% fine. Um, so kind of as the, uh, you guys started forming the Cheesebergens, um, who were some of the influences you looked at when you, as you were kind of deciding what sound you wanted to go after? Um, I mean, I guess our biggest influences are, you know, Motorhead, Kiss, the Ramones. I never really set out to sound like a specific band, but that's, you know, that's what kind of comes through in our music. I, and I definitely recognize it. So, you know, I guess that's where we're at. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so um, 
I know, like you mentioned that um, Jesse and Angelica uh, were um, were in music school, or, uh, or is it kind of like school of rock type stuff? Is that kind of what it was? Exactly, school of rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what was um what, what's your history, Ivan? Uh, what's your history in music? What got you all into music? I guess it's open to everyone in general. Uh, um, well, I mean, I guess we kind of pass it on to the kids. Yeah, yeah they got it from us. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got it from my older cousins and, uh, you know, kiss some Rush records in this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my, yeah, my mom <laughs> gave me all her Beatles records. So I guess, I guess you, you know, in, you get it from your parents unless, you know, yeah. you just rebel against them. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so we're, so as as the uh, band sits now, where you guys kind of act creatively? What do you what do you got coming up? What's I know you I saw you guys are doing a pretty cool live stream Friday, but where are you kind of at uh, creatively right now? Um, so I, I think we talked about this last time, but we've been working on an album. Uh, we have a bunch of new songs. It's, it's a double album, actually. And so, like, one, there's one full album worth of, like, new songs, and then a second album that's, like, re-recorded versions of, like, older songs that we, you know, have tighter now. Um, yeah. And other than that, we're, I mean, we're still, we're still writing, you know, fourth record. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is our third record coming out uh, soon here in the spring. Uh, and, Yeah. Well, we've been uh, we've been dropping singles like every month for for months leading up to this record, pretty much the entire record, like yeah. one new song, one re-recorded old song every month, and we've been debuting those like on our live streams. We've been uh, when the pandemic started, we had to stop gigging out in the real world, so we started doing every Friday night from our living room. Cheeseburgers live in, right here in this living room, yeah. so it kind of uh, you know inspired the slow release of the new record too so. nice. and uh because i i know we did talk about it but um when's the release of the uh double album or have you not i think I, it, it, well okay so the idea is to put out the singles on it's just they, they just come up and Bandcamp, reverb nation and mm -hmm. soundcloud and then the and then when the album's released it's going to come out like on all the streaming sites um, and so our last single comes out in March. That's, that's okay. our last single release. And then after that, you know, we'll, so I would think April, April or April, May, right? April or May. Okay. So it, you, you're systematically releasing every single and then you'll release the full album out on streaming platforms, right. that, which is kind of a interesting release strategy that you're using Reverb Nation to put out the singles and then you're going to put it out on a Reverb Nation and what was so, the other one? Bandcamp, there you go. I always get forget about Bandcamp for whatever reason, but <laughs> Reverb Nation's the one I always remember. But then Bandcamp's like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And yeah. <laughs> um, but um, no, that's really cool. And then you're using uh, the streaming platforms to promote the release of the full albums, which is really cool. Now, will they also be available on hard copy, or was it just be strictly streaming? No, we're going to do a hard copy, too, yeah. Okay, awesome. CDs. CDs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't gone the vinyl route yet. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. going to be my next question, because you see, like, this influx of vinyl kind of coming, and, you know, it's always 
interesting to see where bands kind of sit on vinyl and putting out vinyl. So what's really weird too is a lot, a lot of the metal bands are doing like cassettes now, like yeah. underground metal bands are doing uh, cassettes again. So yeah. weird and random. I, I have seen that, and it's kind of funny because cassettes aren't even that cheap anymore. Like if you go yeah, and look right. on like Amazon to go buy like blank cassettes, you're gonna pay like eighteen, twenty dollars for a six pack, and it's like yeah. that. It's not that cheap. Then you got to consider all the jewel casings and all that stuff and it's like no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) although that cassettes would be kind of a cool little gimmick like business card thing just to kind of hand them out like expensive business cards but yeah yeah really it'd be really cool um (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely um so you got the album coming out here and uh about four or five months. Um, what, obviously you said half of it is re-recorded songs, but it's not your full catalog, correct? It's just stuff that was yeah. earlier on. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just kind of the, uh, uh, the ones that we redid were kind of the ones that we just really weren't happy with the original, co- you know, the original recordings and that we thought we could do better. Although we could probably say that of all of our songs, but yeah. you know, I mean, what band can't, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then the uh, new stuff is this—is it primarily stuff that you've been writing during the pandemic, or w- what's kind of gone into that song selection process? Um, I mean, I think uh, it's, it's been throughout. Yeah, yeah both both before and during. We sort of—we probably almost had a complete record ready to go before the pandemic, honestly. Mm-hmm. And we probably wrote <laughs> another one during it. So. Gotcha. I, I feel like a lot of bands are kind of going through that right now where they're trying to play, almost trying to play catch up with themselves because if they went into the pandemic and had like albums, an album written already, and it's like, okay, do we release it? Do we not release it? And then they write one or two more during the pandemic because they've got all this free time. Now it's just like, okay, now how do we release all this? So feel like a lot of right. bands are kind of... So we're just releasing all of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm really... And it's like, I mean, it's a really good strategy, especially if you're doing shows and like, um, you know, that, that's the continuous conversation that I have with every musician I have on here is how do you um, kind of balance the release of music? Like if you're out playing shows do you still release full albums because like you're playing out in front of different crowds and all that stuff um but if i remember correctly you guys pretty much just stay in the greater southern california region is it pretty much i mean we're kind of semi-confined here most of the year because you know obviously school schedules and things like that and you know, it's, it's hard to coordinate four people with jobs and school and everything to tour any extensive amount. Not that we're opposed to doing that. You know, we've, we've gone out as far as, you know, like Vegas and like, that's probably, I think that's the furthest one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. Any, any like little offshoots we can do overnight stuff. Yeah. But booking a tour is like, I don't know if that's realistic for us right now. <laughs> at least not until like summer vacation or something when, yeah. Anybody like to fly us out to you know <laughs> or Miami or whatever? We're 
we're open. We're all open. Yeah, well, yeah. we have we actually have like a lot of connections in Michigan, but yeah. but we don't have any connections on the way. So <laughs> it's like, do we fly out there and play gigs, or do we plan a whole tour? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like. Yeah, I completely understand. I got a buddy who's currently trying to book out a tour right now for his band. It's like their first two, like, I guess, tour. They're going to do like a swing around the Southwest. And he's like, we've only got eight days to do this thing. And it's our first. Well, it's not like a few of the band members have been in several bands that have done crazy tours. But like as a collective, it's their first tour. And they're like. I just don't want to lose money. And it's like, yeah, good luck on that one. You know, it's uh, yeah, like, <laughs> uh-huh. you, you go on tour, you never know what's going to happen, especially car can break down. You car breaks down. There goes your entire budget. There goes all the money you were going to make all that stuff. So yeah, it's hard, but you know, touring life is hard. I guess I don't have to tell you all that, you know? <laughs> so, um, so let, let's talk a little bit about the uh, live streams you've been doing since you do have one coming up on Friday. Is that the s- same live stream that you've been doing once a month? The uh, fantasy? Oh, oh yeah, that, no, we we do different themes every month, okay. every uh, every time actually. And it's right. just silliness. It's us yeah. really just being silly and playing our music and entertaining ourselves and hoping <laughs> that other people laugh with us or at us or. Whatever they want to do, you know. Yeah, so, sure. As long as they tune in, we don't care. But yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's like a humorous sort of skit. Show. It's like yeah, it's kind of like a variety show. Like yeah. we get really, really dumb. It's, dumb. it's really dumb. Yeah, it's really dumb. I got a good chuckle. I got a good chuckle of the face swaps on the uh, poster that I was looking at on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's funny. I didn't catch it at first. Like they put the guys' bodies on their. <laughs> in the guys' bodies and, and then yeah. vice versa. And I was just sitting there, I was like, wait a minute. No, that's even funnier now. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, so, she makes like pretty, you know, like goofy flyers for the live stream every well, week. Well, that, we should mention too that the songs are usually not all that serious. They're funny and autobiographical and, you know, poking fun at people, various people that we know and <laughs> situations from our lives and, you know, Nothing's very serious with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like our genre is kind of like comedy, you know, as well as punk rock. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, which I guess explains, the, I know, Jesse, I think I may have asked you this one specifically, but uh, talking about the uh, Cheeseburgans name and that kind of, the comedy aspect kind of plays into that, which is interesting. They're really cool. Um, yeah. Was that? No, I, Sorry, I was just chasing a cat off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw you get up and I was like, uh, okay, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but... The cat was climbing something that she's supposed to, not supposed to be climbing. So, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So, um, the live stream coming up uh, Friday night, just, just to kind of help promote that a little bit and try and get some more people into it. Uh, when people tune in, what I know you said it's like a more of a variety show, but what can people expect? When they kind of general mayhem. (laughs) Um, Expect it to go badly. (laughs) They can expect us to like 
you know, be playing our songs. Uh, we also have like this brief trivia thing where we ask four questions. And if you get it right, we will send you one of our shirts, just so long as you, you know, message us your size and address. And then we have these like little dumb, really dumb skits that we do that are usually based around, you know, the theme. They are stupid and i don't mean that in a trying to put us down way. i mean literally <laughs> they are literally so dumb they're painful yeah. <laughs> but we have fun yeah but yeah it's just a place where you can you know hang out tell us tell us your life story we can't guarantee we'll read it but you could definitely tell it to us come over heckless we enjoy it yeah we, yeah. we try to be really interactive with anyone that tunes in and talk you know Watching the chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on uh, all the all all your all your social medias. Yep. Yeah. YouTube, Twitter. Um, yeah, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. So I do have a question about that because it's a thing that I've been battling doing live streams with bands. How do you QC the sound? How do you quality control that sound? Do you, are you Honestly, plugging in through an interface? That would be him. Well, the beautiful thing about us is we're just playing here in our living room and we're using like an electronic drum kit that we can control the volume on. Mm -hmm. And you know, we've got volume control over everything. We have a little miniature PA in the living room where we put the vocals through. But honestly, we just use the iPhones built-in mics uh, and, and it works. We okay. Uh, Streamlabs and Restream. Streamlabs into Restream because it's a pain. Restream doesn't have a mobile app and it's a whole thing. But yeah. we have two streaming services to get there but yeah it's just using the iphone's camera if you had actual drums it, it you couldn't do that it would just drown it so yeah I, I, well, advice for you there. <laughs> yeah well no because the issue that we try we've tried to do several different like live stream shows and like going through zoom it like auto compresses everything yeah yeah and it, yeah like i mean you already know where i'm going with this one like if you have Right now, I'm kind of I'm really surprised that the four of your vocals aren't just like super competing with each other, and Zoom's not drowning somebody out, but it's working perfectly right now. So I'm not going to complain. But <laughs> like, if you have a, uh, depending on what octave or depending on uh, how many people you have singing versus like the guitar, it starts competing with one another, and it's just like this whole thing. So unless you're running through an interface and then it's not an issue for some reason. So yep. <laughs> I, I was just kind of curious how you, how you did that. So uh, restream must not have the same compression issues that zoom does. Yeah, I think you're right. So cool. Um, so the uh, live stream Friday night, January 7th at 7 PM Pacific time. Mm -hmm. um, and then usually how's the, how long does it go on for? Uh, uh, an hour. An hour? Okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a little longer, a little shorter, but that's our goal. And it's pretty close. Usually pretty close to close to 60 minutes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and do you have any, or what, what's on the, uh, like, once you get this stream done and it, it'll be debuting a new song or is that? Uh, we actually do have a new song in this one. <laughs> we are playing the song. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought for some reason in my head, I thought you used the live streams to debut a new song that you're going to release on. 
okay, so the live streams are they're actually they're not once a month. They're they're kind of they used to during the pandemic, they used to be once a week. Okay. And then we and then, you know, when we started, well, I mean, it's still the pandemic, but you know, like the deep lockdown. Uh, yeah. and then once we started, you know, um going out more, we we couldn't always keep to that. So we kind of do them like on an like as oh, yeah, like availability. <laughs> so anyway, but we always make sure to do at least one single release. At, that's usually at the end of the month, and mm -hmm. this one is not a single release. Okay. That, that later on, and like the around the twenty fifth or twenty. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's where my confusion was coming in. I thought they, this was all tied into the single release. Cool. Um, and so for this month, have you announced or decided what the next single will be to release? We, we, yeah, we have. We actually. Because all the songs are recorded, and then after we recorded them, we 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 already decided how when we would release them. What they are, I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know? I, yeah, no, I know we told the guy who makes them. <laughs> Do you know what they are? No, but shouldn't we leave that a surprise for the oh, audience? It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's boy death and getting the band back together. Oh, okay. Both new songs, by the way. Both new, yeah. Yeah, we technically we, we had a few more new ones than re-recorded. So yeah. we're down we're to out of re-recorded ones. Yeah. Nice. And uh so then that that'll come out towards the end of the month and um it'll be on Reverb Nation and Bandcamp. I don't know why I almost called it Garage Band. That's a completely different yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I, I confused them too. I've gotten that mixed up. And SoundCloud too. SoundCloud, yeah. Um no, that's really awesome. So when you let, let's talk about this for a second because I'm kind of interested. Uh, obviously, you picked the uh, re-recorded songs specifically for a reason, and the um, the new stuff. You just uh, how did you decide when to release what as far as songs go? Because I know when Jesse, when we had you and your dad on, uh, we talked about like why you chose certain songs to record. But let's kind of flip that. And now that you're pretty deep into the release process, why did you guys choose when to release certain songs, or how did you choose? <laughs> um, I was kind of well. I mean, it was kind of random. I mean, we did definitely like um, think do, about the pairing. Yeah, we thought about the pairing. We thought about we, and we also um, released all of our re-recordings as B-sides first, mm -hmm. and then like I mean, this past in December we released. A wall at the mall, which is about like kind of getting lost at the mall during the holiday season. So that was kind of deliberate. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I think I think we kind of just like put them together. Like after we got everything out of the way, we just put them together according to what we thought sounded good. Or it was yeah. also kind of the order they were finished in on it. To to be honest, too, because we did kind of like record them at the rate of like two a month. That, that's, so, that's true too. Yeah, we yeah. did start. We did start releasing them before they were before we finished the entire recording. So that was yeah. part of it too. Yeah. And uh, where were you going to record all these songs? Let's start. Just <laughs> right here. Right, right here. here. <laughs> so oh, you guys God, recorded man. everything in house. Actually, I think we did talk about this before, didn't we? Now that you mention it, I or I, I vaguely remember having this conversation conversation before. So. Um. So you guys recorded everything in house. Um, how how does that dynamic work? It, it, who who's kind of crafting the entire recording process? Who's taking like how does that whole process break down? 
Yeah, he, he does all like the technical stuff. You I, do know? The, I do the engineering and then we pass it off to our friend Rob Loundis to mix and uh, master. Yeah, but we all kind of like, the, like we all kind of produce together though, you know, like kind of, you know, listen to each other's stuff and make sure that it sounds the way we want She's it She's kind of the executive producer because she writes like 90% or better of the material. So she kind of has the, you know, has it in her head what the final product should be. Although you know, right. she's all do add our own polish to it, you know? For sure. It's like you knew what my next question was gonna be was breaking down the writing process and who handles how, or what the uh, writing process like is for the band. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly her, uh, honestly. Uh, I contribute a little bit, like, riff-wise or, like, lyric sets. You know, I've done a few of those. Uh, Jesse comes in with, you know, arrangement ideas or riffs every once in a while. Yeah, like, uh, he, I write he, the solos, too. Yeah, he yeah, writes yeah, yeah everyone writes their own parts, yeah, everybody basically, writes their own yeah. Part, sort of, so. Cool. And just, just for you specifically, how do you kind of balance your two bands that you're with the cheeseburgans and what's dive diapology okay there you go how, how do you pronounce um, those two bands <laughs> uh i mean uh balance in like what way like like just i mean creatively scheduling you know just making sure that you don't dedicate more time to one band than the other band you know just in i guess just in general yeah um well, honestly, I kind of do dedicate a bit more time to Diabology. Um, but for Diabology, I'm like kind of the lead writer and everything. Uh, with, you know, Cheeseburg and she takes care of a lot more of it. You know, it's a lot less like responsibility for me. Yeah, and um, we're so easy, you know, like, yeah. because, you know, when he play, when he's with his band, you know, they all have to have be on a schedule, you know, like, you know, if either offered a gig, it's like, are you available? Are you available? Um, you know, can we all rehearse this weekend with us? It's like, we're here. So, so we'll always kind of let, let Diabology be the priority because it's, because it's more to deal with. And also because I mean, this is, you know, he's, serious yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a young boy. This is his, you know, his dream. Yeah. We're kind of like just, uh, you know, having fun. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. if it's between the two bands, we're always going to, you know, prioritize Diabology. Diabology. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, Obviously, you got the live stream coming up. You got uh, the single release coming up at the end of the month. Do you have any uh, live shows on the books? Our next live show is on January 15th at a uh, vintage clothing store called Space City Vintage. <laughs> I do remember that, uh, having the conversation about the random places you guys play. And oh, yeah. The places that you can Great play. stuff like uh, the Del Taco parking lot opening yep. for <laughs> Southern California Batman. That was a good one. I, I'm still waiting for the hamburger joint. I'm waiting for you guys to book a hamburger joint just because oh, I think it would be. Why have we never done that? We haven't done a hamburger joint. We did some, what was that like weird little like uh, Vietnamese bar or something? Oh, yeah. It yeah, like, I know. It was, a, I know, it was I know. very weird. It was like, Vietnamese food, very subdued, and here we are with our big loud punk rock. <laughs> it was very odd. Also, when we were first starting off, like very early cheeseburgers, we played this like pizza place that I think like closed on us. Yeah, they, <laughs> they somehow they, like cut they, our sat. Yeah, they threw us out basically halfway through <laughs> the intermission because they, we were too loud. That's, you know, it's 
funny when people book a band and they don't really listen to what the band is or they don't know what they're booking because they don't look into it. I had a, my buddy's band was doing a show at like a, it was like a festival, like a little festival or something. And all the uh, booth owners, people that had booths set up were complaining how loud they were, but the booker booked them for a reason because it would keep people energized and like, cause they play like high energy rock is what they call it. And all the booth people were pissed because uh, <laughs> they were so loud, but the uh, promoter of this uh, event or whatever was like, no, they were perfect. They're exactly what I wanted. And so it was just kind of like, they had like three people walk up and say, turn down. We can't think. That's oh, like, that, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that's just a little rough. Like that, that's like, I mean, that's a completely different situation than getting your set cut in half, but yeah. we actually also, we, <laughs> we, we played at like an outdoor marketplace thing, like not too long ago, actually. And there was a similar thing. We we're not like, you know, we weren't really blasting or anything, yeah. but there was one woman who like kept like getting up and they were doing some kind of like giveaway or like raffle or something. Yeah, but then yeah, we, we were playing. So she couldn't like really talk over us because she, she was also like located close to us. And yeah, she, she got pretty pissed. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, please it, all the people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, you can't, you can't even get mad about that because it's, you know, it's whatever. Like that's, that's between the booth owners and the person putting on the show. They yeah. didn't communicate. So yeah, you just keep doing you. Um, exactly. yeah. And so then outside of music, what's kind of things you do to get away outside of music? Like if you need some alone time or family time, what are you guys usually doing? practice guitar. <laughs> um, I, I read, I read a lot. I, oh, and I also write. I actually, yes, I, I do. I freelance, do freelance writing, which is, you know, also kind of a hobby for me. Um, I play video games um, and talk to my girlfriend a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I play video games and listen to him talk to his girlfriend. <laughs> I, 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 I act, I do acting. That's right. Yeah. Drama. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We might have to talk about the freelance writing thing. I, I've been trying to get something going and I need a freelance writer because I don't have the time or the grammatical ability to write. Oh, well, I mean, I can write pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, mean I, yeah, I just, I've always, I've just been writing all my life and, uh, you know, and then I, I learned that I could actually make money with it. So then yeah. I started writing on Upwork I use Upwork mostly, um, and I've been writing for up, on Upwork for like five years, and I've written everything that you can possibly imagine, I oh, promise you. Yeah, no, there is stuff that she is not at all qualified to write on, <laughs> and she just like Googles Somehow it and fakes it until anyway. she makes it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm trying to get going will be right up your alley. We're trying to get our, we, our last year, early on during the pandemic, we would do album reviews, uh, like just written out album reviews and uh -huh. uh, we're, we're trying to get those back up and running because both the freelance writers that i was working with kind of stopped oh okay well i mean i can 
Huh? I, I also do a lot. Oh of yeah, he he, he he actually he, he writes might actually be a better candidate. Yeah. That. Well, <laughs> depends what, yeah. on what's being reviewed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so not not to talk business on here, but I'm yeah. like yeah, conversation. Let's chat. So. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you, you you feel free to email you know the cheeseburger that we can. You know, not yeah, bore yeah. everyone with the detail. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. No, it's just funny you brought up Upwork, and I've been screwed on Upwork so many times; it's ridiculous. So, oh, okay. Hey, everybody wants me to work at a lower rate, and it's like, nope, oh, yeah. I'm good. So, <laughs> anyways, work aside. Um, no, that's awesome. So you got a show on the fifteenth at a vintage clothing store, right? Yeah, you said fifteenth vintage yeah. clothing store. Um. 15, 16, 16, this is 16. 16, got it. Sorry. And that, that's in, uh, where's that, that show at? Uh, downtown LA. Downtown LA, cool. And is that the only show you have this month or are you just as like- Yeah, one it's, it, it is, it is the only show that we have booked right now. Um, we, we've actually been having trouble getting live gigs like after you know the pandemic, like a lot of the places that we played closed. Oh. And, uh, and, you know, and it's hard as it is because we're, you know, if they, the bar's 21 plus, a lot of 21 plus places won't uh, book us. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been tough. I mean, things come up because I actually, I, I book my own shows too. So a lot of times like a band will flake and we'll just put ourselves on the bill to fill the slot or whatever. So, you know, things come up, but right now that's, that's all we have. That's definite. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time there. Um, but, uh, the, I do appreciate you guys sitting down and chatting with me once again. Um, I, I, for the reference, our pancreatic cancer, uh, fundraiser was a huge success. The Pancan foundation is super happy and, uh, okay. want to work with us again next year. So I guess getting awesome. invited back's the ultimate win, right? Yeah. Yes. And so hopefully, hopefully we can figure something out where I'm not going three days straight and yeah. running myself yeah. into the ground, you know. Yeah, like, that's insane, uh, but good cause. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So uh, we're really excited about that. And I did want to thank you all for joining us on that event. That wasn't my best interview ever, just because I was probably dead tired, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so as far as kind of moving forward, you got the uh, show on Friday. Wow. Now I'm messing up. You got the show on Friday. You got the release at the end of the month. You've got the uh, in-person show on the 16th at the vintage clothing clothing store in downtown LA. Um, and then just kind of continue doing the releases or what's kind of the plans moving into February and later into the year. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're going to keep doing the single releases till um, March and then, uh, you know, release the album in April or May. And that's really all we have, like, plan, you know, and yeah. we keep doing the live streams to promote it and just to, you know, bug everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, just, you know, just follow us. We, we'd pop up with stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, probably, you know, work on writing a new album. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, how, when are you guys just, are you like always writing, when it comes to writing music, are you just always in the process of writing or is it, you kind of hit waves? How, how does that kind of work out? Yeah, I mean, I just, um, 
you know, if I feel inspired, I'll pick up, you know, guitar or my bass or whatever and see if I can do anything, you know, if anything works and if it, and sometimes it doesn't and sometimes it does, you know. Gotcha. gotcha. Do you find that you have to be more um, disciplined with your writing or is it as far as like actually sitting down to write or is it just pretty much whenever it hits? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, kind of kind of whenever it hits, you know, I mean, you know, being a family band makes it, you know, a lot more, you know, kind of flexible and, you know, we don't have like a label, unfortunately yeah. or unfortunately, like pressuring <laughs> us to put out music. But, you know, I mean, at the same time, I like to, you know, I like I haven't written anything in a long time. I'm like, oh, man, you know, yeah. when's the next hit going to come? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it... The, the reason I asked that second question is because, uh, especially in when uh, writers have more of a family dynamic that they have to look after, they find themselves being more disciplined with their writing and saying, okay, I can only write from like seven to 10 because that's when I know I'm going to be alone or whatever it is. So I, that, that's kind of what inspired that second question, it, whether you had to be disciplined or not. So, um, but I, I do want to, once again, thank you all very much for joining us. Uh, if anybody wants to check out the upcoming releases, your upcoming shows, any of that stuff, uh, where's the uh, best place for them to do that? Uh, well, I always say that you should, that if you know how to spell our name, you can find us anywhere. So it's, it's cheese Bergens, like obviously cheese and then Bergens is B E R G E N S. So if you can spell our name and Google us, you'll find us on, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you know, Twitter, yeah. Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, yeah. all that. Awesome. I do have to ask, so who drew the uh, Facebook profile picture of the, I guess it's like your name in a hamburger. Did, did one uh, of you get uh, it? our friend Brendan Silva uh, okay. created that logo for us. That's, that's Horace. He's our mascot. Uh, <laughs> We have, I, I saw that. I didn't remember seeing it the last time I had you on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. Viewers, what they're talking about. That is our logo right there. That's Horace. Nice. Uh, our t-shirts. Sorry. <laughs> if you want a t-shirt, you can yeah. send us your Say, size. Let us know your, your size dress. and address. We'll send you one. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Really appreciate that. I, I do see a world as you guys start to grow or if the band starts to grow in popularity, you actually make that a mascot and make somebody jump in it and run around like a <laughs> Yeah, any style. I think our friend Ron will do it for six packs. So. <laughs> That's funny. Awesome, awesome. But um, once again, I, I really appreciate you all sitting down and chatting with me and uh, um, can't wait to finally make our trip out to LA. We say it every year and obviously the last two years. Had a pretty good reason not to be out there, but... Um, Hopefully this year. Yeah. But once again, thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you all later. And thank, thank you, you for having us. Thank you for us. Cool. We're good. Cool. Okay.